Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Bailey Nichols. Bailey is the Director of Community Engagement for the Literacy Council of Tyler. Pretty much one of the regular agencies on our show, but uh, first time for you, Bailey. Certainly welcome and great to have you with us. Yes, thank you for having me. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. As I mentioned before, uh, We've had the Literacy Council on this show numerous times and with certainly good reasons that we'll get into as we move into the show. Former Executive Directors Whitney Sherman, uh, actually current Executive Director uh, Whitney Patterson, excuse me, Whitney Sherman is someone else, Whitney Patterson, and, and then before her, Nancy Crawford. Um, have been our guests in the past, but uh, Bailey, um, you are the Director of Community Engagement, so this pretty much, I guess, is your bailiwick. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Literacy Council. Sure. So I'm Bailey Nichols. I'm born and raised in Tyler. I've been here my whole life, and um, my role at the Literacy Council kind of encompasses a few different things. Um, I mainly assist Whitney with the fundraising for the Literacy Council and um, all the special events that we do, such as the Spelling Bee, and I know we'll get into that later. Mm -hmm. and our other donor events and things like that. Um, I also oversee our volunteer program. We have a wonderful volunteer coordinator named Megan. And um, yeah, just a few different things, marketing, all sorts of stuff. Um, but I've been there since November of 2020, and I absolutely love it. All righty. Well, that's always a good sign. <laughs> Your mission and overview. Literacy Council is a familiar agency around the area, but things are always evolving, and there are going to be people that are hearing about you for the first time and may actually need your services. So tell us a little about uh, how it all started, who you are, what you do. Sure. So we were founded in 1990, and it was actually a group of volunteers that saw the need in the community for literacy programs in the area. And so it started out as just adult basic literacy, and over time, the programs have kind of grown and changed. Um, but that mission has always stayed the same, and we exist to help adult students see their full potential. And um, education is powerful, and it can really change the course of people's lives. Um, so we've grown over time, like I said, and we now offer GED services, English language services, and many other programs. Mm -hmm. And you talk about literacy. For people like you and me and probably the vast majority of our listeners, you learn how to read and write in first grade or in some cases even earlier than that, and then you just get on with your life. But literacy is a real issue for the adult population, not just in Tyler Smith County, but really around the world if you want to go that far. Tell us a little bit about some of the issues and challenges that some of your clients are facing. Sure. So it really is um, a big problem. Um, you don't I guess think about it on the day-to-day -day basis in your own life, but 61% of the adults in Smith County read and write at or below an eighth grade level, mm -hmm. and 25% read and write at or below a fifth grade level. And when you hear those stats, that's that could affect someone's everyday life, whether it be um, getting a bill in the mail or having to form an email at work. Those things aren't, they don't come firsthand to um, a lot of people like they may to you and I. Um, so we, we help those people kind of get on track and we have tutors in place and wonderful teachers in place to help those students get to a level where they can read and write functionally and then um, hopefully get them into our transition programs to um, 
maybe better their careers and just increase their education level. We're going to be getting into your program's overview in just a moment, but I do want to get some contact information out real quick before we move into that. Literacy Council of Tyler, um, lcotyler.org is the website. Info at lcotyler.org is the email address. And you also have Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube availabilities under the social media um, rubric. Your phone number is 903-533-0Z, hmm, 903-533-0330. And for many years now, for the bulk of your existence, you've been located on the TJC West Campus, and you're still there, just in case people need to know where to find you physically. Talking to Bailey Nichols with the Literacy Council of Tyler, this is In Focus. I'm John Sims. And uh, as we move into your program overview, I wanted to point some things out that I noticed on your website um, when the door to literacy is open for an adult it can never be closed again and uh, because of your programs GEDs are completed college becomes accessible English is learned as a second language jobs are secured and the workforce gains a better employee and when you talk about that workforce you're talking about a stronger economy and all kinds of good things that are happening not just in Tyler but around uh, in other communities as well that you serve so it's not just about adult literacy there are so many services that you offer and let's get into that right now and I guess the best thing that we can do is to start with adult basic education I think that's where it all began it is yes so um we have, like I said, tutors in place. Um, we pair those students who come to us and they maybe they don't read or write at a level that is useful to them, maybe at their current job. Or, you know, we see a lot of people who just they had to kind of grow up really fast and mm-hmm. maybe just didn't get that full education while they uh, at that time that they were in school. Um, so it's actually really, really common. And we um, we will set them up with a tutor or um, a teacher and get them to a level where it's comfortable for them. And then the hope too is that they'll be able to take that new information that they now have and apply it to their current job or possibly um, increase that and possibly get better jobs that are out there. Okay. Uh, Then we move into GED. For a long time, that was General Equivalency Diploma. For a number of years now, it's been known as General Educational Development. For those who are not uh, clear on exactly what that acronym stands for, you are really strong on GED prep. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. So we have a wonderful GED program. Our director of that program, Mary Springer, does an amazing job of um, just cultivating that care and love for each student that comes in Um, everyone has a different experience and we meet the students where their needs are Um, so someone will come to us and enrollment is constantly happening for GED services so if you or someone you know needs their GED maybe they didn't graduate high school or um, to be able to advance on the job they need that high school equivalency in GED Um, we're constantly accepting students and um, it's a they are able to then build a network in their classrooms and make those connections with people in our community and other staff members. Um, So it's all about connections really for us and that's able to launch them into new careers or advancing on the job. 
Uh, you are the Literacy Council of Tyler, but we mentioned earlier that you operate in other communities as well. And uh, you have programs in several places in Tyler. Is, is there still one in Jacksonville? And are there other communities that buy into that as well? So we, um, our main offices are at the TJC West Campus yeah. on the Loop. And that's where our GED services are um, held. We did just launch some new English language services sites at Chapel Hill ISD, two of the schools in Chapel Hill. Um, we also do English language classes at um, Grace Community Church and um, First Presbyterian Church is the main hub for English language services. Um, we're working on other areas of Smith County, um, but we do serve, we're the consortium leader for, I think it's 14 counties in this area. So all of them kind of we work together and have that network with other counties in the area. Very good. Let's move into English language services. Um, uh, maybe a year or two ago, we would have been talking about ESL or English as a second language, but you've discovered, I understand, that English language services is a better catch-all term for the kind of services you offer in that area? Yes. So kind of it, I guess the assumption is that learning English may just be their second language, but we get so many students who speak four, five, even more languages. Wow. Um, it's amazing. And so English language services, I think better encompasses what they're capable of, what they're already capable of and speaking so many languages. Um, I know for me, I dabble in Spanish, but just speak English. And so yeah. I can't imagine knowing so many different languages. Okay. Uh, Bailey Nichols with the Literacy Council of Tyler, Director of Community Engagement, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. So let's talk about how English language services works. What kind of things do you offer? Yeah, so we, um, our main English language services is held at First Presbyterian Church in Tyler. And our director of that, Maria Araujo Ponce, does an awesome job of leading so many students and staff. Um, we basically will bring a student in if they need to learn English and we are able to test them and kind of see where they're at in the language, what their knowledge currently is. And then we're able to place them into classes. So we start out in like basic English and then they move up to level one, two, and three. Um, I believe there's a fourth level as well now, um, but we, We'll get them in those classes. We have amazing teachers who honestly really care and are just so passionate about what they do. Um, and once those students are done, they can, um, a lot of times we see them transition to either the GED program or career pathways, which I know we'll get into a little bit, but we uh -huh. also, a part of English language services have um, a business entrepreneurship class that we see a lot of those students go into afterward. It basically gives them the tools that they need if they have that dream to start their own business. It gives them all that they need um, to be able to launch that or if they already have an established um, organization that they built, it gives them just the support that they need to be able to make that organization flourish. I understand you also offer interested students U.S. citizenship classes to help prepare them for their citizenship exam? Yes. So um, that's a kind of newer thing that we're doing. Um, we a lot of times we'll see students that need their citizenship and it's it's a really hard difficult process and so just being along to support them through that um, and just give them the tools that they need to be able to pass that test um, we see so much success in that 
Yes, and again, repeating something we mentioned uh, earlier on, you do have programs in several locations in Tyler as well as in other areas of East Texas. And uh, if you go to the website, you can find out a little bit more about that and about so many other things regarding the Literacy Council of Tyler. We'll uh, update that contact or recap that contact information in just a few moments. Moving into a couple of programs that kind of overlap with each other, but they're not exactly the same. And it's all about your being able to serve the needs of each individual as best you possibly can. And those would be career pathways and dual enrollment. If you can kind of cover those for us and tell us about how they're similar and how they're also distinct from one another. Sure. So Career Pathways is a program that I believe was created about 10 years ago, and it allows a student to come in. Um, and we see a lot of times they get their GED from us, and then they can immediately enroll in Career Pathways. And that allows them to enroll in a certificate program. And the ones that we offer right now are anywhere from medical, mechanical to technical. Um, a lot of the big ones that we see um, students enroll in are things like phlebotomy, certified medical aid, certified nurses aid, mm -hmm. things like that. And, you know, with the medical Tyler's becoming a medical hub, so having these students in those certificate classes and just being able to immediately get a job is amazing to see. Um, so those programs allow that support while they're in that certificate program, and we partner with um, TJC for those too. And um, dual enrollment allows a student to be at the same time getting their GED while also enrolled in a certificate program. And we actually just had a student named Jacqueline um, walk the stage back in May with both her CMA certificate, certified Me medical aid, and her GED. All right, very good. So already we're telling a little bit of a story. Maybe we'll have time <laughs> for some of that a little bit later on as far as the successes of some of your individual clients. College prep, and that ties in, I guess, closely with um, any number of other programs that you have, but specifically under the auspices of college prep, what exactly does a literacy council do? Yeah, so like I say, we, we really hope while a student is maybe in our GED program that while they're in that, they see their full potential and they want to be able to move on and get a higher education and better paying jobs and just overall increase the quality of life. Um, so college prep allows a student to just have that support system and um, kind of just have a place to fall back on while uh -huh. they're in college because a lot of times this is their first time like even attempting to go to college and it's it's tough especially if you've lived a full life maybe you're a mom or you're a dad and you just have no idea what to do um, so it just gives you a support system of um, something to call home and fall back on all right very good bailey nichols director of community engagement with the literacy council of tyler our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims let's get you up to speed on how to get in touch um, literacy council's main office and it does serve a fairly wide area of east texas by the way but it's uh, the literacy council of tyler at the on the tjc west campus that's at 1530 south southwest loop 323 and over the uh, recent years i found that the best landmark i mean it's pretty uh, conspicuous in its own right, but if uh, if you're going north and you hit Rudy's Barbecue, you've gone a little bit too far, just in case you're wondering exactly where it is or haven't learned how to use Google Maps yet. Uh, mailing address is P.O. Box 6662, Tyler 75711, and uh, the phone number is 903-533-0330. Lots of information on the website, and that is lcotyler.org. 
email info at lcotyler.org and you have social media facebook instagram and youtube office hours monday through thursday 8 30 a.m to 7 p.m that covers the waterfront as far as people who may have a busy work day or work different schedules and then friday from 8 30 a.m to noon and then your rtdc regional training and development complex which is the name of the facility on the tjc west campus that you're a part of that's open monday through thursday 9 a.m to 8 p.m and then friday 9 a.m until until noon and I'm out of breath so it's almost your turn again let's get back to some of the programs you offer and here's one that just kind of brings everybody in in a given family family literacy yes so that is such a cool program it's a partnership with Tyler ISD and Tyler Junior College and Literacy Council so we are able to um, use that facility it's over by Douglas Elementary uh-huh. and um, our adult students while they're in English classes, if they have small children, they're able to get that child care by TJC students who are in the um, educational department. Um, so it just serves so many different people who maybe wouldn't have the child care um, to be able to go to English classes. So we also, um, while they're doing that learning separately, we bring them together a few times a week to do packed time, which is parent and child mm-hmm. time. Um, and they're able to do activities together and take those activities home to just continue that education while they're at home. And it's just amazing to see the progress and just it's just going to see all of the parents together and mm-hmm. being with their children, reading books together um, is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I am continually struck by is the variety of programs that you have, but it's not as if you don't need them to serve that growing population, not only of Tyler, Smith County, but around the East Texas area, people with so many different needs, people coming and going every day with different needs. So in that light, it certainly makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's talk about something else. And from that, I think we can segue into how people can get a little bit more involved. You've had something for a pretty good while now called Bill's Bookshelf, and there's kind of a sweet story behind that and a great way for people to get involved with a literacy council, even if they don't need your basic services. Yes. So Bill was a volunteer for the literacy council for many, many years, and he loved books and he loved teaching and just, he was just such a sweet man. Um, I didn't have the pleasure of knowing him, but just hearing about him from staff members and volunteers he he was just a wonderful man um, he passed away in 2012 and after that a group of volunteers decided you know we want to do something to be able to honor bill and so bill's bookshelf was born and this allowed volunteers people from the community to donate books um, we accept books from ages birth to about middle school, um, sometimes a little bit older, um, but we have locations across town that we fill those bookshelves with these books. And it just, we have put a little sticker on them that tells Bill's story and sends them to our website if they'd like to learn more. Um, But putting these bookshelves in areas where it's reaching people who wouldn't otherwise know about us or Bill or what he did um, is just really cool. And so we we love that program. We're constantly accepting books. Um, and if you um, go to our website, I believe the URL for that is lcotyler.org slash Bill's Bookshelf. Um, you can learn more information, um, but feel free to email us at any time and or give us a call and we can um, definitely accept books at any time for those locations. You bet. Bailey Nichols with the Literacy Council of Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Phone number 903-533-0330 if you want to know anything 
about the Literacy Council or become a student, become a volunteer, get involved in some way or another. Website is lcotyler.org. And since we just got done talking about Bill's bookshelf, that's one way that people who may not need your um, day-in, day-out services can get involved. And there are other ways. You can become a volunteer in different ways, and you can also become a donor in different ways. Let's talk about all that for just a moment. Sure. So we are constantly looking for volunteers. Um, We just started back up classes, and we already see a need. Um, So we will accept volunteers no matter what you want to do. Um, We um, accept volunteers for maybe you want to tutor a student that's learning to read and write, or maybe you want to assist a GED teacher in their class, or maybe an English language teacher in their class. Um, We kind of just do a little bit of everything, and I know our programs can be a little overwhelming, um, but honestly, any capacity that you would want to serve, we will, we're able to find something for you. And our volunteer coordinator, Megan Christ, does an awesome job. Um, so feel free to reach out to us if you if you need volunteer hours or you're just wanting to give back to your community. Um, we would we would love to have you. Okay, and uh, as far as becoming a donor and getting involved, and uh, we're going to be talking about your recent spelling bee along <laughs> those lines. But let's keep it generic for a moment. And if you go to the website, you can find a number of different ways to become a donor, all the way from making a basic monetary contribution to joining uh, well the Tammy Burnett Society or Legends of Literacy which I guess are the high dollar donation opportunities but uh, tell us about that yes so honestly if you are looking to give of your time we are we are so thankful for that but if you are looking to give monetarily um, we have a link on our website to donate um, but a little bit about our Tammy Burnett Society um, she that that is our main not main, but annual fund giving circle. And so she, Tammy Burnett, was a student of ours. She um, got her GED through us and she didn't stop there. She went on to get her associate's degree, then her bachelor's, her master's, and now she is a doctor. Dr. Tammy Burnett. Wow. And she is a professor at TJC. And um, so she's the namesake behind this giving circle. Um, so any donor that gives $1,000 or more becomes a part of that. Um, and the Legends of Literacy is our endowment. And we have a little park um, in Rose Rudman. And we have been, it's it's a beautiful park. Um, Michelle Brookshire does an amazing, has done an amazing job with, um, with that. Um, and she, we have benches there's beautiful flowers and we have little plates or you can there's naming opportunities for pretty much everything over there um so that's our endowment and but like i said any any level of giving whether it's of your time or monetarily we would we are forever grateful for that Mm -hmm. Uh, tammy burnett's story jumps out at me Mm -hmm. and there's a perfect example to me of someone who came to you because they needed to upgrade uh, she needed to upgrade her literacy skills, and now she's a doctor. She teaches at TJC. The um, the sky is the limit. Yes, it's when amazing. It comes to the literacy <laughs> council, uh, but the big fundraiser you have every year, and we usually try and catch you about a week ahead of time. But this time, some scheduling. Um, issues got into the way at both ends let's talk about the recent literacy council spelling bee which is a big event lots of fun and a big attention getter and a big fundraiser for the literacy council yes it is it's a blast um this was my second one and whitney patterson our executive director this was also her second one um so the spelling bee is our annual fundraiser and it kind of kicks off our fiscal year annual fund um so it's 
a really unique event. I've never been to anything like it before. Um, so we have corporate sponsors who sponsor and they are our teams. So we have two spellers from each team that will come onto stage and it's it's a literal spelling bee. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times it kind of trips people up if it's their first time because they're expecting to see children on stage. Well, All no, right. it's adults, it's your friends and maybe family from the community that are up uh-huh. on stage spelling. Um, so it's a really fun time. This year we had 15 teams on stage, which was incredible, um, and about 450 participating in the audience, and it was just a blast. And um, through that, we raised just a little over $72,000, which is amazing. Um, And we're just forever grateful for all of our sponsors and teams and everyone involved in the bee. Um, You just got done with this one. I guess you need time to catch your breath. Uh, (laughs) Is it too early to start making plans for the next one? It's always, what, the first week in August? Yes, it's always the first week in August. I've actually, I was already planning the next one before this one even happened, which I don't know what that says about me. No time to lose. (laughs) Yes. Um, So we're looking at, it's not confirmed, confirmed, but next year it would be August 1st, which is that first Tuesday. Okay. I guess you can pencil that in on your calendar. (laughs) If people still use pencils for calendars, uh, whatever you do on your (laughs) cell phone is fine. And uh, we'll, uh, I'm sure the word will get out soon enough and um, uh, you should be ready to go by the early, early part of August, 2023. Um, Bailey Nichols, Director of Community Engagement, Literacy Council of Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. We do have a few minutes left and as luck would have it and we've already told a couple of stories we told the tammy burnett story we told a story about someone else who um just very briefly took advantage of your services maybe one or two other stories that you might like to share to give people more examples of how they can benefit in the community can benefit from the literacy council sure i'd love to so um i'll actually talk about um our star students of this year and we we highlighted them at the b this year um anna yelly and Gregorio. They moved to the United States in 2017 Mm. and needed to learn English. And so they found out about the Literacy Council. And a lot of times we we see people learn about us through just word of mouth, um, which is so interesting to me, just how this area works. Um, But anyway, they came to Literacy Council in 2017. They enrolled in classes just a few months after moving to the United States. And they both learned English. And Anayeli enrolled in our GED classes. And she actually walked the stage in this past May and earned her GED. Um, They do have three young children. And um, Anayeli was also involved in that family literacy program that I was telling you about. And while she's in that class learning English, she's able to spend time with her children. And that's just, it's priceless. Um, So she completed her GED while um, Gregorio was working on starting his own business. And now they own and operate an irrigation company here in Tyler. And Anielli plans, um, she actually is enrolled for classes for this fall for bookkeeping at TJC, and she plans to not only help Gregorio with their business, but wants to eventually maybe look into accounting and things like that and help the community with their finances. What were we saying earlier? The sky's the limit, and uh, unfortunately, we're running out of time. That's the only story we'll have time to tell beyond what we've already done, but that's a great story right there. As far as becoming a student, I think, you know, just giving out the contact information, the phone number 
for example, 903-533-0330 on that website, lcotyler.org. I think any prospective student can pretty much navigate from there, but any helpful hints or common sense that you'd care to share and maybe help people if they're not sure if they uh, want to go through with it or not? Sure, yeah. So um, on our website, you can view all of our programs. If you On the front page of our um, website, there's a little button that says Become a Student. That will lead you to another page that kind of does a brief overview of all of our programs. And on that same page, there is a form to fill out right then and there to get more information about enrollment. Um, so feel free to call us or email us at any time or visit our website if you're interested in becoming a student, volunteer, or maybe a donor. Mm-hmm. All right, so many opportunities, and got about a minute left in the show. Let's quickly review. We've been talking to Bailey Nichols, Director of Community Engagement for the Literacy Council of Tyler. Quickly running through that contact information again, they're on the TJC West Campus in the Regional Training and Development Complex, or RTDC. Phone number, 903-533-0330. Once again, that website lcotyler.org. You can shoot them an email at info at lcotyler.org. You can do Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, your choice of social media. And uh, you have office hours Monday through Friday at different times. So that pretty much takes care of that piece of it. Bailey Nichols, Director of Community Engagement, Literacy Council of Tyler. Been great having you join us today. Thanks so much for coming by and sharing about the Literacy Council. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Bailey Nichols of the Literacy Council, our guest this morning. I'm John Sims. And as always, thank you for joining us. And we will see you again next week on In Focus.